Welcome to the Two Man Game Podcast, a late night edition. After we just, we need to give Goss some time to cool down after that. Uh, I had frustrating I had a, Louisville performance. I had a reasonable hour to cool down a little bit and get my mind off of things, but then you reminded me. So he's he's cooled down a little bit, but he's still sunburnt. I am. <laughs> Golfing takes it out of you on this. It's finally a good good day. You know, good week of weather. Oh, so a beautiful week of weather. This has been the best day of, the, of 2021, I think, weather-wise. 70 and, degrees. You know, I have three exams this week, but yes, I went golfing. Hey, man. Two gotta, of them Friday. Gotta keep, two days from now. Gotta keep morale high. During conference tournaments? How dare they? Yeah, how dare they? When, I, if I when Kentucky's teaching, gonna be playing Alabama, they're gonna have exams? Exactly. I can't believe it. Um, anyway, it's podcast by Candlelight tonight. As we are going to unveil our selections for the NCAA tournament. What's that? It's four or five days early? We know. We know. <laughs> Most but, of the tournaments aren't even finished, um, but it's whatever. But here's the thing. At this point, at least the bubble's the big deal. We're going to talk about all the bubble teams. But aside from that, like those top six, seven seeds, a lot of them are kind of like... They'll move around based on the conference tournaments, but you have a good idea of who's going to be in those. So we kind of made our own bracket just so we could see what could the matchups look like. Not necessarily that Colorado is going to be playing Wichita State, but like you could say, okay, a team like Colorado would play a team like Wichita State. Yes. Or you can just kind of in your own head think, okay, let's see the matchups that are possible based on these seeds. In general, where where each team is supposed to be, Mm -hmm. um, maybe... A little off by a seat or so, um, up or down. And you can trust us on this. We spent the last about three and a half hours breaking down every single number. Quad one wins, net, record, all this stuff. Good wins, bad wins, bad losses, records, who should be what seed. We've got it all done. probably super difficult. You've done this before probably. Is it more difficult this year because there's a lot more losses to be heard um, of? I actually didn't find... The bubble, the last few spots were difficult, but the the bubble itself wasn't as tough as usual for me. For me, it was from about the seed middle. Yeah, from seed four, four to, to ten. ten. Is, yes, I, you could interchange half the teams, and you wouldn't even like a, an avid an avid college basketball fan probably wouldn't even be able to tell. See, the I think difference. the easiest ones are probably the one seeds are probably crystal clear right now. The top seven was easy. That was a breeze, and I think the top seven set. You think so? Yeah. No matter what happens. We have a we have a somewhat surprising Tuesday that I don't think people will see coming. But other than that, those then other you, seven But are, when, they, when you dive into that team, you're like, damn. You're like, God. you don't realize how hot they've been. All right, we'll get into it. Let's, um, do you want to just start off with the one seeds? Yeah. All right, I'll do the one seeds, then you can do two. We'll just, we'll mm-hmm. switch off. All right. The number one overall seed is Georgia Tech. No, it's Gonzaga. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't disrespect a Josh Bash round. Uh, I'm hint- I'm I'm gonna hint at a possible matchup in the second round. Yeah. Okay. According to our bracket. Tease us. Damn. <laughs> I just did. According to our bracket, the two man bracket. The two man committee is what we're gonna call ourselves. I just wanna get like a matchup right, like that we made. Mm-hmm. That would kinda be cool. So you're saying you're hinting at a possible Gonzaga versus George Tech. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. In the first round. All right, so Gonzaga. Actually, we can just kind of fly through these since you probably know. Second's Baylor, obviously. Third, Michigan. And the Illinois final one seed. Goss, the twos. Okay. Um, I'll go in kind of order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start from, yeah. I'll do, yeah, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Iowa, 
Alabama, and I think this is the surprise team you're yeah. talking about. Arkansas. Now with Arkansas, I do want to. I was is, skeptical, and then I looked at them. Yeah, it's something where you look at and you're like, wait, they're 21 and five, which is one of the best records in the country. I don't. The only power conference teams with fewer losses are Michigan, Baylor, and Gonzaga. And then you look at their quad one and quad two, you're like, well, maybe they haven't played anybody. Well, no, they're 11 and five in quad one, quad two. Um, so that's 11 wins and only five losses. So that's an incredible winning percentage. All of their losses, obviously, in quads one and two, and only one loss outside of quad one. And you look, they've won, I think, 11 or 12 or 13 straight, um, and they've beat Alabama, Missouri, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky. <laughs> they beat. You could throw that in there. They yeah, basically beat the entire, the, all the best teams in the SEC during this stretch, and they've announced all, themselves. All those teams' name. The closest game was the Kentucky game. Yeah, because that's how Kentucky beat. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we we got on here in like mid or like early February. We were like, I was like, I just don't see it. Like, I know they have a great record in metrics. We were talking, and they about don't. They just didn't have the wins. Muscleman, yeah, has really underachieved. And then, boy, well, we were sudden, dead wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, tell me, it's like the two man game curse, but it's like the opposite. It's like the yeah. Like talk shit, so you know me. And then I was like, "Hey, Rutgers, man! I could really see them being top ten team. They go and lose seven straight." So, <laughs> but um, see, we're t- I was talking about Minnesota, and then they go and lose all oh, their away games. Oh, and ten on the road <laughs> this year, Minnesota. Yeah. Get after it, Richard Pitino. They were beating like Wisconsin and Michigan, or not Michigan, but uh, you know Iowa. God, so confusing. What if Iona and uh, Minnesota after this year? Are just like, hey, let's just swap swap coaches. swap coaches, you know? <laughs> hey, Rick, I don't just... think I don't think Minnesota could deal with another Patino, even he's if he's way way yeah. better. Man, he had that one good year with Jordan Murphy and all them, and just nothing they else. They were after seven that. seed that year. I think they were five actually. Are you serious? Yeah, they got upset by Middle Tennessee. Oh, I think, but they he but... came. Jordan Murphy came back next year because they were seven and, seed and they yeah. played us. Mm-hmm. They had those two years. No, they, wait. Were they a seven seed or were they a ten? They were a ten. No, they were ten. We were. They barely got in. With Jordan Murphy, was like a first team All American. Wow. Either way, the three seeds. Um. So uh, Houston's the first three seed we had, and I think they're the safest to get a three seed just based on. You know, you don't love their resume, but they're twenty and they're twenty one and three. I think. Um. They got a couple of decent wins. Texas Tech is the probably the biggest one. Wichita State. Um, and they look really good, like on on paper, with their you know their efficiency, their net, their third or their fifth overall. So they're a pretty obvious three seed to me. Um, I think they'll I think they'll actually probably end up being a two seed over Arkansas unless they f up in the conference uh, tournament. Well, if but, Arkansas you know, somehow wins the SEC tournament, then they're definitely a two seed. Maybe a higher for sure. They might pass Bama honestly yeah. if they beat Bama yeah. on the way. Which I mean, that's not going to happen because Kentucky is going to beat Bama, but. We'll get to that. Better be Bama. <laughs> See, I've got a lot riding on that game. I know you do, financially. <laughs> um, all right, the other three seeds. Florida State, you know, best ACC team. Um, West Virginia, you know, they've just been pretty steady throughout. They've been a little up and down, but at the end of the day, you look at their resume, and it's one of the top 12. And then Texas, who's really floundered in February, but, you know, got a couple decent wins. Oklahoma State, Texas, in the last couple weeks. And, obviously, their start to the season was great, so they're still a three. Lost the fours. Interesting, interesting. So, my personal favorite team, I'll throw that out there. One of my teams, I was rooting for the three seed, but yeah. I didn't get it. It's fine. Kansas. Um, yeah. Best win in the country? What? Best win in the country. Oh, against Baylor? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best win. And then, 
Oklahoma State, who I might personally root for, just because... Cade? No. Because they're saying, giving the screw you to the NCAA. Oh, yeah, they, they're doing that appeals thing. I love that. To push it back. So, like, we, we're not going to have Cade for another year. Might as well just... Yeah. Middle fingers to the NCAA. You can give us 12 years of probation. At least we get Cade in the tournament. So... You know, Purdue and Matt Painter. They come on hot. Matt Painter should get more respect. And I think he's starting to get more and more, but no matter who... He's not recruiting at this level that some teams mm-hmm. are. He's, like, consistently a really good team. You look at their last five years, and they've been, they were, they've been like, four seed, two seed, four seed, five seed, seven seed. Were they, and then, weren't they a three seed when they had Carson Edwards and, like, yeah. no, they, they played Tennessee? And, that's right. Back-to-back years, they were two seed that year. They had um, Isaac Haas, and that first year when they had Haas, both the Edwards. I thought they were four seed. No, I'm telling you, they they were a four seed when they had Haas and Swanigan, but then that next year they were they were a two seed. They were like number three in the country for a while there, yeah. and then the year after that, when Carson was scoring 25 a game, they were a three seed in that great game against Virginia. But yeah, Matt Painter. And then my team I'm rooting against, I guess, is Virginia. Yeah. The last four seed. It's a pretty un unsexy four seed, but like they just they they, they put the they put the numbers up, the resumes. I'm gonna have them losing in the next round. Anyway, so there you go. You're gonna have them losing against a 13 seed. Maybe no, maybe no, Western next Kentucky. Round, next round. Next round. Western, Western Kentucky, Kentucky, Virginia, or USC. I don't know. Bassey and Mobley could give them problems. That's true. Yep. I may or may not have rigged it to have that make that happen, but yeah. But that's what the committee does. They rig it all the time. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. I can't, I can't wait to see Rick Tino play Virginia. <laughs> Oh, Iona versus Virginia would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're oh, gonna know destroy them, probably. Um, but <laughs> our bracket only includes the at-large teams and the and the and the twelve seeds that are oh. already conference already have already won their conference or we think will because we didn't want to do go ahead and get all of the in, in, into the, all of the thirteen fourteen. It's a 15, Wednesday. Yeah. There's still finals to be had. You all don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna mention Damian Chongqui. He's gonna be the next. The next great mid-major player, 5'8", Chinese dude. Once he loses the first round, dude. Yeah, Chongqui. A, a two-seed or one-seed. No, I think Chongqui is going to be one of those teams that pulls off the upset. You think? Mount St. Mary's, see? led by 5'8", Damian Chongqui. He's got the haircut of a gremlin, and he's awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I watched that team, and there's not a chance they're beating it. One, All right. Two-seed, but it's fine. So we've got the first um, 16 teams out there. So I guess now we'll, we'll start with, like, five seeds, and then we'll just go ahead and say who they're playing. No, we can just do. We can just look at the brackets. Look at the we'll, bracket. We'll, okay. We'll oh, that makes guess. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so we'll do Gonzaga's bracket. The, the best side, I guess. Maybe. I, in terms of, I'm saying like you know, best name side. brands. This is like the number one overall seat, Gonzaga. Yeah. And this also, they have the biggest names. You know, because look, Kansas, Villanova, Ohio State, Houston's been good the Syracuse? last few years. Who's a dangerous 10 seed in this one? Yeah. Let's just go ahead and go through it, because Gonzaga in the okay. second round is going to face the winner. Well, we have an 8-9 spot. if they beat Mount St. Mary's. If Damian Chongqui doesn't absolutely annihilate them, which we think is going to happen. So. Yeah. Um, they'll face the winner of Georgia Tech and Loyola, a game that will... The, Super interesting game. The winner will score 35 points in double overtime. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. That's a high-scoring game. It's going to be in the 90s. So? In the 90s, huh? Yes. <laughs> Combined? <laughs> yeah. yeah. ACC Player of the Year, Moses Wright versus um, 
Cameron Crutwig. Yeah, Missouri Valley Player of the Year, Cameron Crutwig. That's actually an interesting matchup. Because, mm. like, Crutwig obviously doesn't go up against guys with that kind of brute physicality very often. Mm. But, you know, that old that old deaf caveman, he's, he's, he's going to have a few tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. All right, well, four seed, we're gonna have, we have Kansas, and then obviously the 13, like we said. They'll play the winner I'm not of. not sure. We got Villanova in that five spot, and then... They we have two of the last teams on the bubble. This is these were the second playing games. These were, yeah, these were the third and fourth. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. The the last four in. These were yeah. These are the last four in, but these weren't the last two in. Yes. We had two others. So UCLA and Boise State. Yes. Um, I guess should we give like a breakdown of why we decided to put those bubble teams in at this point? Yeah. Man. Um. So yeah, you were you were the one kind of riding for UCLA. Yeah, I think they. Well, let me look at their things. Why was I riding them? They're seventeen and eight. Forty okay. first in the net, which is a good mark. They they've played a pretty good schedule, looking mm-hmm. like it because they're they are two and six in quadrant one, and that's why they're on the last four in. But no, eight games quadrant one is you know solid. That's a decent amount of games for a Pac twelve team. Yeah. Yeah, especially even though nobody watches, but because it's Pac-12. And they beat Colorado, who's going to be a tournament team. One of my favorite teams in this tournament. I like Colorado, I don't too. think they're going to do anything amazing, but, you know, I... McKinley Wright's fun to watch, you know. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> Boise State, I rode hard for them because I said, look, they're 17-7, and seven, and if you look at their resume, they won at BYU, who we, look, we think BYU's really come on lately, they're, and they obviously gave Gonzaga all they could handle, so they're solid. They swept Utah State, who's another team that's right on the bubble, so those are two quality wins. And they won at Colorado State, which that was a team that if they had if a couple other games had broken correctly, maybe they could have been on the bubble too. But they're a young team that's gonna be good next few years. Um and also they've got a guy named Derek Alston who's really fun to watch. And that you know what? Sometimes either, that, that gets you in the tournament. <laughs> either one of those teams. So Villanova is the five seed, I don't know if you mentioned that right there. Um, uh yeah. That you know, Villanova Lost be, their probably be Colin Gillespie. Is Justin Moore okay? I heard he got hurt like recently. Yeah, Moore's going to be fine for the postseason. Okay, that's good. Um, but it's just sad because I don't. We, neither of us were high on them. But but Gillespie's they could, a great player who makes yeah, exactly. Them run. They're gonna. They have the talent to do stuff. Uh, I guess Obvious. that's what I'm saying. Not without Gillespie though. He's their only point guard. If I mean, if you really look at it, like Justin Moore's still a guy who's an off-ball player. Brian Antoine can do stuff with the ball in his hands, but he's not a guy who can get you assists and set up other guys and run an offense. That's really only Gillespie. So I, I think they're kind of, I think they're on upset watch, and they've kind of stumbled to the finish line. It's surprising they're even a five seed. You still look at their resume, and you're like, geez, they have some good wins. Yeah, and they don't have really many losses um, in general. They also had a ton of COVID breaks, so they missed several games. Six and eleven. Right. Uh, we have Colorado against Ole Miss. Ole Miss might be a surprise to some to some people because they're like squarely on the bubble right now, and a lot of people don't have them in. But guys, they're fifteen and ten. They are eight and eight in quadrants one and two, and they swept Missouri and beat Texas. So that's that's probably enough to get them in, and especially if you look at some of the resumes we were comparing at the very end of this. Yeah. That's that's stronger than that. It's stronger than There's UCLA and Boise. Bubble teams' resumes. Um, Ole Miss just have one of those. Just have a lot of losses, which is you know. Ole Miss has the resume of one of those Big Ten teams that has double digit losses and all that. Except, 
They just got screwed because they played a really good non-conference schedule, and then they played the hardest SEC schedule. They played most of the good teams twice, and they were able to clip Missouri twice, and they beat Texas, who's a really strong team. So it's a few quality wins. They're still five games over five hundred, and they performed well in a couple of big games. Don't forget Colorado. Yeah, and Colorado. McKinley Wright, maybe one of the better players in the region. He, I could. That's definitely, a, there's a lot of really good players in this region. I'll be honest, like, I could see Colorado making like a, a really crazy Final Four run, like being just that random team that you're like, what? Like who has heard we'll, of we'll, them? We'll talk about each like teams we think are going to make a run. All right, after right. we do each region. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then to finish it out, I guess yeah, we got Houston as the three seed. And that seven ten slot, we got San Diego State and Syracuse, which Syracuse always makes it as a ten or eleven. So my little pencil. And they almost always do something. San Diego State's gonna be flummoxed by their zone, and it's gonna be a Syracuse versus Houston. And then guess what? Houston's gonna no, go Syracuse cold. Syracuse against Ohio State. Oh, that's right. Seven ten play two. Yeah. Well, in that case, Ohio State's gonna shred Syracuse because. Look, you, ne- you never know. I, Syracuse, Syracuse can like go off on three. They have like four or five guys they can. What you're telling me? Ball out. And the Sweet Sixteen is going to be Syracuse versus Colorado. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Great. <laughs> and then the winner will play Gonzaga and lose. <laughs> Mount St. Mary's <laughs> or Georgia Tech. So okay, we got that whole region set. I. I just said I think Colorado could be that sneaky I, team. I would say Colorado and. Syracuse. And by and sneaky, I don't mean go bet may, on it. Maybe um, even Georgia Tech. Oh, oh, that would be one of the crazy. Josh Pastner in the Final Four. I don't think I could handle it for content's sake. Like oh, I just like the content would be <laughs> absurd, but it'd be hilarious. He'd be running five on zero practices at Final Four. Because <laughs> actually, you know what, Kansas. Yeah. I I really like them in a tournament, and I I mean, I don't like the draw against Gonzaga, obviously, but. If they get, like, even Michigan, I think they could beat Michigan and go on a run, you know. Mm-hmm. Depending on it, like, as long as they don't play Gonzaga, I think they can do something at the four or I'm five a, seed. I'm going to say this. I'm out on them. Okay. No leading, no no, no dominant score, no great player. I ain't, I ain't on Kansas. Okay. I'd rather take Colorado. I, I admit it's probably even more likely that Kansas makes it than Colorado, but the value of Colorado as, as that crazy lower-seeded team. Because they have McKinley Wright, who's a dude that can go off and carry a team. And they just have a plethora of these, like, tough, like, big forwards. Like, they'll what, play six, seven guys at shooting. What could really hurt Kansas. And it Great defensive could. team, too. Um, Kansas? Colorado. Well, Kansas is, too. Kansas, obviously, yeah. But, um, but, you know, who is it? Was it David McCormack? And who else was it? Oche. That, was it Oche? That what? They they like in COVID protocols right now. Oh, I haven't heard any of that. Like, and they said they should be fine for the tournament, but they're not practicing right now. Should be, yeah. And you see, you know it firsthand with Louisville that those COVID breaks can screw your team chemistry up. And like Baylor, Baylor and all lost that. to two and twenty one Ohio Iowa State. They're and then the they, best team, one of the best teams in the country. And then they came out flat against Kansas and lost. And obviously, since they've rebounded and gotten back into a groove, and that's yeah, they'll be fine. But it yeah. takes a couple games and. You know, in the tournament, you don't have a couple games to get your, you know. Get your legs back together, yeah. You have one or done, literally. And I think with that kind of urgency, like, even if you've been off from COVID, it might be like, okay, it does even though we were off, like, we just got to be, like, you're not, even if we're fatigued, you just got to be out there. Full effort, all that. So, yeah, I, 
Yeah, I bet you UCLA could beat Villanova. Either of these teams could beat Villanova, obviously, without Colin I, I, th- I would. I think Villanova is going to be a trendy upset pick, and for good reason. Like a lot of these twelve seeds are talented enough to beat Villanova for sure. Yeah, especially without Gillespie. Like if you if you took them without Gillespie all year, they'd be probably a twelve seed. You know, I've been twelve seed. I think this could possibly be a year that there's the most upsets ever, and which is saying a lot, something because there's always big upsets all the yeah. time. But it easily. Look, St. Bonaventure, Xavier could beat Texas Tech. Well, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. We're going, getting there, but Ole Miss could beat Colorado. Who knows? And we're so, just, we were mentioning how, like, the middle of this bracket was so hard to put together and how many of the resumes were interchangeable. You know, there's not that much difference between a 6 and a 10 or, or a 6 and 11 and a 7 exactly. and a 10. And those count exactly. as upsets. I know. I think there could be a, a number of those. All right, yeah. we're going to move on to the Baylor's region. Yes, Baylor, the. I like this region a little bit. You want to just read the matchups and we can just kind of talk them through? Yeah, so obviously Baylor against the 16 seed that has remained to be seen. Uh, Wisconsin and Oregon at the 8-9 game. Rematch from the last tournament that was actually played. Those two, two played teams in that the, generally have pretty good success in the tournament. Those two recently. teams played in the Sweet 16, and then the winner played Virginia, if I recall correctly. Or no, wait. No. I'm trying to think. No, it was. Maybe it was the second. No, no, it was the first round. Wisconsin was a five seed, and Oregon upset them, and then they got to play Virginia. Huh. Interesting. Because then they beat. I think the thirteen seed always overachieves in tournaments. Well, that was the year that they had Bobo, and they had a whole bunch of injuries. Bobo went on their run. They beat Oregon on their way, and Oregon was a thirteen seed that year, twelve seed that year. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon, they'll they'll raise hell. Yeah. Interesting matchup. I think Oregon has that one. Um, I know you're not a big Wisconsin guy. I God, <laughs> nothing angers me more than people are like that. Ins- uh, insisting Wisconsin's good is ridiculous. No good wins, eleven losses. But the only thing they have going for them, and like we've said this before, in tournaments, you, if you have that one guy that can just go off mm-hmm. to make to make two tries. You could win a few games. And they start five fifth-year seniors. And you're like, well, the experience. All, they can all shoot. If they're so experienced, why are they 16 and 11? <laughs> I, yes, it's because Greg Gard <laughs> hasn't done a great job, let's be honest. Um, Very milk toast, coach. <laughs> we'll go to four against 13. We got four seeds, Oklahoma State. I think we've already mentioned four seed. <laughs> then there's a four seed. Um, and that 5-12 matchup. 5-12, and 12, Texas Tech. And then they... The yeah, ones other. that would technically be the last two in the These tournament. were our last two in. So St. Bonaventure, mm-hmm. who did not win their conference tournament, and Xavier. They could win their conference tournament, but we're assuming that they haven't. Well, who who else is in that conference? I put the eight, uh, like Richmond, VCU, VCU is who I have penciled in to win it. Okay, well, one of, we already have St. Louis and yeah. St. Bonaventure in there. So. Yeah, so we took care of the 8-10. Okay. But for Bonaventure, what kind of... They they haven't played a ton of games. They've only played twenty one games, but they're fifteen and four. They beat VCU. Nineteen games. They have three quad one wins, three quad two wins. So they're six and three in the first two quadrants, and they've got a win over VCU. <sighs> only four losses, and that's what I think where the committee will be like. You know what? Let's reward a mid major who's been consistent all year long. Had a ton they, of COVID struggles. They generally and still were good. award mid majors pretty well, in my opinion. Even though, if we're being honest, like some teams are probably better than them. Yeah. But the mid-majors actually do more upsets, which is, like, it happens. Because they're often more veteran together teams. Exactly. Who just aren't given the opportunity to get that resume. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I honestly would rather have that 
like a a mid major that's having a good season and who rarely gets into the tournament. I, that's to me a even if it's even if the metrics and all that and whatever, like, well, if they played in this conference, they wouldn't be as good. Whatever. Like, I just, I like it better as a story than I'm like, well, Maryland can get in every year. They're 14 and 12. They, they had two great teams the last two years. This team's not going to do anything anyway. Let's give a team like St. Bonaventure, who does, who rarely is going to get an at-large bid. Like, let's see what they can do. It's easy to say when your team's not in the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Like, if St. Bonaventure got a Nova Louisville, I'd lose my mind. Yeah, but they will. Louisville will be ahead of them, I guarantee. Okay, yeah. I think. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But like all, yeah. But then again, you're like, look, Louisville's in there the last two years. Saint Bon, like, it's yeah. teams like them, Boise State, yeah. Teams you like even include VCU, West, Western Kentucky, Utah State. Like teams yeah, like teams those. like that. Really. Drake. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, six eleven. Um, yeah, that Texas Tech, whoever they play, doesn't seem like very Xavier though. Could give them. They've been trouble. they've been screwed by COVID, and they have three great. They have three really good players. So I think Xavier is kind of still a team to watch. All right, the six eleven game is Creighton, which is pretty low for Creighton. Like I think they're they more talented than a six seed, but you know they haven't. They just weren't consistent. Eleven Wichita State. That could be a fun game, in my opinion. That'd be an awesome. Two mid majors, dude. Wichita State's fun. They're, Wichita they're, State's yeah, and. I think they love playing for this new coach. And they then, obviously do. Yeah, that video of him when he got his oh, contract. Could be, and they just, what's crazy is like, didn't uh, Creighton's coach just get like in trouble for a comment? Yeah, the plantation. Which Charles State's old coach got in trouble for racist comments? Yeah, the racism bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the racism, the racism bull. Here we go. Game, like, yeah. All right. Well, the next three seed FSU against fourteen, uh, whatever whoever that may be, whatever random low conference team that is. <laughs> That episode is gonna ten. bomb. Clemson against Rutgers. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hammering <laughs> Rutgers. I would too, man. But God, like that. That game could be ugly, ugly. All right, and then obviously is Rutgers a really good scoring team because Clemson's got a really good defense. They have a lot of good offensive players, but they just don't run. They take forever on offense. See, that That's could weird. be a problem. I think they'd hammer Clemson. Plus, Miles Johnson's one of the best defensive centers. Clemson has some really, really good wins that tell you otherwise. Yeah. Like Alabama. Early in the season. I know it was early in the season. But that's the thing about Clemson. Like, you look at the resume, you're like, it's really good. And you're like, well, they built it in the first part of the year. Well, Which, I mean, be, it's not to discredit them. It's just like some good ACC teams. Uh, okay, anyways, Iowa's the two seed in that bracket. All so, right, so I'm, what Baylor's teams, making the Final Four. What, Baylor is right. Baylor's making the final four. I don't even. Want, I'm not even playing around. But if, if if there's a team, let's say Baylor got COVID, because in my opinion, my biased opinion, that's the only way Baylor's not making the final four. You know, I I like Florida State in the bottom half of the bracket. Yeah, it could be their year to finally or get a breakthrough. Even Creighton or Wichita State could do something. I don't like Iowa. Sorry. Yeah, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna even if they go to the lead eight, they're gonna get destroyed. I think that Iowa FSU matchup is like a, would be an awesome, interesting matchup of two completely different teams. Well, Length spread it around, defense, toughness. Florida State they've had games where they just made every three, and if they do that mm-hmm. and they play good defense, they could beat anybody. But their team were like um, they'll score eighty five points, and their leading score will have like fifteen. I know. And then they 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 play like nine guys deep, and, then, and they all yeah. are. Could easily score fifteen or so, which is what I like. And then like you got a guy like Garza, he like he could have thirty five, and then the rest of the team just makes their threes. And, and I they think if, the, if there's away. a team that comes out that beats 
Baylor, right? Mm-hmm. I think that team would be FSU. Oklahoma State. Oh, no, really? I'm saying I'm saying it before. I'm saying the top half. Mm-hmm. If there's a team that, other than Baylor, I'd say Oklahoma State. Yeah. I think Kate Cunningham could theoretically do something. Not that I think I it just, will happen. I just think Scott Drew's just like the, the coaching mismatch with him and Boynton is just like both the games they played, it, it never felt like Oklahoma State had a chance. Like they smothered. That's how most Baylor games are. Well, so basically, I'm just I'm, I'm throwing out games. That, you well, know. what they did was since Oklahoma State's not very big, they just rolled out Thomber. Jonathan Chamachatua, and they're like, we don't even need that much of a post presence, and then we'll just have Vital go guard Cunningham, and we're going to stifle him. Because oh. you've got Mark Vital, who's maybe the best defender in the country on Cunningham. And, oh, if he's not in Davion Mitchell and whoever else. So, yeah. Also, we may or may not have screwed up the second round. They possibly playing teams that are in their conference. Yeah. It's really hard to do this that. This is more just when, to give you all a gauge of the when type we of don't team. have, yes. To yeah. wear a team, and also to, to give you a sense of where your team or where a team might be seated. Your team, like all of them. <laughs> yeah, like we got fans of every school in the country listening in. UCLA fans, nice to see ya. John Juzang stands, nice to see ya. Yes. Uh, Tiger Campbell. Mick oh, Cronin. yeah, man. Tiger, uh, Mick, yeah, dude, you, uh, UCLA's fun. Tiger, Mick Cronin, John we've already, Yeah, we've already mentioned them. All right. We've, we mentioned they could beat Villanova. You ready for the next one? Yeah, Michigan's bracket. All right, I'll Which, do this one. Okay, yeah. Keep rotating. You gotta okay. put it down so I can see it. Yeah. No. All right. So Michigan's the one seed, and they will play the winner of for us Oklahoma, who seems like a perpetual eight seed nowadays. Oklahoma and UConn. They're awesome. Um, eight or nine seed. That's a fun game because Oklahoma has Oklahoma's good enough, and then UConn has James Booknight. What's up, Booknight, what's up one with of the, UConn and getting all these guards that can just win them games and turn them? Look, we know that Dan Hurley likes to celebrate and yell and scream. I mean, you got him, you got James Booknight. I mean, why not? Why not another magical UConn run? Michigan is the one seed that could that would be upset because they've got no great players. Look, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm struggling. There's like three or four teams in their side of the bracket, even before they even get to the Elite Eight, that I think they could lose to. I mean, yeah, because let's just keep going. Four seed Purdue could beat Michigan. I yes, like Purdue. They could. Trevion Williams is skilled as hell. And then they guys got shooters all over the place. Good freshmen, too. Um, and then that 512, we got Virginia Tech and Winthrop, who wouldn't get in that large bid. That could bid, be a hell of an upset. Virginia Tech's coming off that of a, definitely COVID, could a be. long COVID break. Virginia Tech's first game is going to be against, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be against North Carolina. I think that game is going on right now. It's Notre Their Dame. first game in two weeks will be against, it's it's going to be The winner of UNC. Notre Dame? Yeah, it's going to okay. be UNC. Okay. Um, and yeah, Winthrop, I, I watched their championship game the other day. Chandler Vaudrin can play. And then this DJ Burns guy, really good low post player. Yeah. He can play. I mean, they can, he can match up with, with, um, Kami Luma and then Vaudrin's just like this, he's like, I don't understand how he's like so good. He's so unathletic and can't get his own shot, but he just, there's some low, it's just fun to watch him. Uh, multi-team event that they had. Yeah. You want to hear some of the teams, uh, that were in it? Yeah. Winthrop, mm-hmm. obviously. WKU, who's could may or may not win that conference. UNC Greensboro. That's three of the funnest mid majors. That I think they're all going to make it. I think two of them already did. Winthrop and UNC Greensboro already did. A note on UNC Greensboro: Isaiah Miller is going to be the most fun player in this tournament if they win a game. You want to put him in here just for fun? 
Where should we put them? I, I, no, it'd be too hard. We'd put them in the 13 team. No, because they're gonna, they're gonna be a 12 seed. Their, their resume is better than Winthrop, even though Winthrop's 23 and one. And it's better than WKU's, honestly. We can still throw them yeah. in as a 13 seed. Who cares? Door bracket, bracket. We do what we want. Yeah, I well, it, whatever they are as a 13 seed, I think they could win because Isaiah Miller's just. If that dude had a three point shot, he'd be in the. It was two inches taller. When he'd it be comes to NBA one game, top five pick, like, one player could win it. Oh, I guess it's not rocket science. Yeah. But, like, you know, the better but it's one game. You know, yeah. you could win it for him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so 6-11. Tennessee is a six seed facing 11 Michigan State. That would be one of the most hype matchups. Um, there's a lot of talk about Michigan State still being on the bubble, but we looked at their wins, like Ohio State, Iowa, Illinois. Illinois, Michigan, like you're like, wait, what? They're in. Like that's I know. They're in. Even they're though they're in. one of those teams I was talking about that's a power conference team with eleven losses. No, they have too many good wins. They have five <laughs> better wins than most teams. And they smack they Duke won. too. So Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely in. Um three seed is West Virginia. Who, you know, just been steady. We talked about Kind of about a them. boring good team. But I think they're more interesting than years past because they've just got a lot of offensive firepower and they make shots. So yeah, no, I'm just you know, and honestly, West Virginia is not like the. For me, next year is the year I'm looking at West Virginia, where I'm like, wait, they'll get if they get Culver back for another year. McBride's only a sophomore. Sam McNeil's a junior. That's that's really Emmett Matthews will be back. I mean, that's a team that you look at next year. They always seem to be like one of the ranked ten to eighteen, but you, I don't know. They've got high level talent next year. Um, then the seven ten LSU Louisville man, that'd be fun, dude. This side of the brackets, there's a lot of teams that could come out and beat Michigan. That's why I, I, I had no faith in Michigan there. I, I know this, I'm, I'm just you know I'm just thinking about. I'm gonna call the that LSU Louisville game a prison riot since both these teams are in the the dog cage for the NCAA. <laughs> Will Wade, <laughs> he's now been caught on tape saying he'd make a strong ass offer for. I don't even remember the player. DeAndre Ayton, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I thought it was, like, a player that actually plays right now. Oh, I think it was. Was it Trent and Watford? Or, I don't know. Anyway, they're two, and then the two-seed is Arkansas. Goss, we'll open up. Uh, your Louisville. I think Louisville lost tonight in the ACC tournament, but I may they be, like, we may be biased. Awful. I, I still think their resume is strong enough to get them in. Um, maybe not, but... Teams... Look, I think Louisville could easily beat LSU. Um, Louisville could also, if they play really well, they could beat Arkansas. I know I'm just throwing out. But I don't like this draw if I'm Michigan. I don't like any draw if I'm Michigan because I think Michigan can lose easily. Look, they have their coach has never coached in the NCAA tournament. I think that's huge. <laughs> you love you, your, your hatred. You're like <laughs> thing it's against Jawan Howard is kind of funny. Though. No, I really like Jawan Howard. <laughs> I actually Every really time we like mention them, you're like, you know what, Jawan Howard. <laughs> no, but if, if he hasn't coached in the NCAA tournament, no, that's, a fair, that's a fair point. Yeah. I think UConn, classic UConn, just goes out of nowhere and just makes a run. Mm-hmm. Purdue could beat him. Virginia Tech, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think Virginia out. Tech's kind of. I think Virginia Tech, if they draw something like that, they're going to lose. Michigan <laughs> State could make a run. Yeah, that's Aaron I don't Henry. Like, I don't like this draw from Michigan. Michigan State just and counts them. <laughs> and even these teams, like the two and three and four, aren't like pop off the page at you. It just 
It's the teams like UConn and UConn, Michigan State and Tennessee. To me, like you, like from that just that specific region we have lined up for Michigan, UConn with James Booknight and then Purdue with the way they're playing are two of just the worst possible teams you would want to face at their respective seeds. Like mm-hmm. that, that would just be a nightmare. They're, I would pick. I would say no way Michigan comes out of that. No, because there's always a one seed that doesn't. Or there usually is. I, I think Michigan's the least my least confident team. Yeah, and it's nothing against them. It's just you know, who knows. Yeah. Well, then let's go ahead to our other, our final bracket. Oh, we're actually flying through this. All right. Yeah. Illinois is the one seed in this region, I guess. Mm-hmm. We got BYU and VCU. That'd be a fun game. Fun game. game. Fun, fun game. Two good offenses. Two great I don't even know players. who I would pick, honestly. I think I'd pick BYU because I think they have better overall talent, but I think the best player would be Bones Highland. Bones. See, but it's one game. That's a exactly. I mean, obviously, it's still a toss-up. But Virginia at the four seed, mm-hmm. USC and WKU, the Mobley Bassey at in the five twelve matchup. That's a game where, like, if Bassey really plays strong in that game, you could, like he's been talked about as a fringe first rounder, but he could. He's definitely one of those guys who could have a run on a mid major where you're like, wait, this guy is top twenty lottery picker, possibly. <laughs> He's dominant in every time. Every time I like watch him, he really is. But for some reason, it was like eight minutes left in the game. Louisville's up by like six or eight mm-hmm. or something. Like WKU could easily come back. He didn't play in the final eight minutes, and we won by twenty-two. But why didn't he play in the final eight minutes? No foul trouble. I think he was just exhausted. I don't know. What? If, I don't know if he's like. He's like. I don't know. He was dominating us. He had three. Rick Stansbury ought to have his head examined. He must either he must have been injured or like I don't know if he was injured or just I don't know. It's a mystery. But anyway, we'll move on. Okay. Six eleven matchup: Missouri and Utah State. Um, not very exciting. I like Nemius Keita for Utah State. That's another big man mid major that like. You watch him sometimes, and you're like, wait, why is this college version of Joel Embiid not just tearing everybody apart? And he can pass. You're like, wait, what? So, yeah, Kata is this up-and-down, super-talented guy that I could just see dominating yeah. a team with like, as many bigs. Three and 14 matchup with Texas mm. as the three seed. And they'll be playing the winner of? Missouri-Utah State. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's a long day. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep doing that. I always, I always think the that team's whatever. Florida UNC seven ten matchup, and they'll play Arkansas Muslim. See, UNC could be dangerous. Yeah, I know that's crazy, but and then Alabama. It's not crazy at all. Like they have so many talented bigs that like a team with a thin front line is going to be toast against North Carolina. Alabama. Alabama's got a good front line if they get Jordan Greener back. I think. Also, Alabama would just be like, oh, you're going to play two bigs? We're going to spread you out and get layups. Yeah. What is Daron Sharp going to jump out and try to guard Herb Jones on a three? Nope. No, but if they if they do that, I think they'd, they'd play Garrison, Garrison Brooks and Armando Bracott. Just like, you know, separately. Obviously. But still, I, I mean, they can just spread you out. Cause they That's have probably the best way to play them, shooters. but they still play with two bigs all the time and they dominate. I'm saying that's fine. Alabama's going to say uh, offense over defense. We're going to get threes and lamps every possession with your two bigs. Unless you're willing to play leaky black at the four, which are you really going to do that? Who knows? I don't know. 
When UNC does, they play defense out to literally. They'll pick you up at like half court if they have mm-hmm. to. And that's that a bad idea. Could be a nightmare because they, you, you, you just wanna, get a bunch of yeah. layups. You want to play half court, but you're not going to get. I think they're not going to let you just get easy threes. They're going to make you force get tough layups mm-hmm. over the bigs that can block shots. I think that's what UNC is going to play. Roy Williams. I don't know. I think. I really like UNC. I don't know. Yeah. I guess, okay, the bubble arguments for these. We put WKUs with 12 seeds because we think they're going to win their conference championship, but obviously they could lose. So, and if they lose, you just look at their resume. Yes, they beat Alabama and Memphis, but otherwise it's a pretty weak resume. They're 86th in the net, which is just way out of the ballpark of teams that usually make it on the bubble. And then Utah State was a team I rode pretty hard for because they were 17-7. and they swept San Diego State, and that's all really you need to hear. And there are three and five in the first two quadrants, which isn't terrible for a mid-major. And the, like I said, those two wins over San Diego State are gonna get them in. I think. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, look, they could obviously be left out, but I just the way I looked at it, I was like, I, I don't know. I like. See, it. I think oh, this this could be upset city in this in this bracket. Mm-hmm. I think Illinois could lose to damn near. A lot of these teams. I think Illinois is locked in. I'm I'm really high on them. I'm really really high on Look, Illinois. All it takes is a bad AO game. You remember what was that AO game that he played awful and they like who did they lose to? Probably just, they lost a couple. Of bad, it was a, it bad was a teams. good it was a good like decent uh-huh. Big Ten teams in the tournament, but like these teams could you know it's one game. That's true. I just I don't know Illinois. Just I really trust. Yeah, but do you really think that like there's gonna be three one seeds in the final four? Um, because it's happened. Uh, it, this this to me is a year where I could see it because I think Gonzaga and Baylor are so good that it's like um, they're just that much better. And then like you're like okay, it's like it's like you take it case by case with each one seed. Like we don't think Michigan's gonna make it. No. And then you're like, well, this is a year where we have two unusually good one seeds. And then Illinois is just kind of an average one seed where I'm like, yeah, I would pick them just because I think they're most likely. Obviously, it's probably even less than a coin flip that they get USC there, could beat them. That would be a fun matchup. Kofi Texas. versus Mobley. Yeah. Even though I don't think Texas will make it out of that just because, I don't know. I wanna, I really, I'm not a big Shaka guy, and I know he's been really good this year. Man, I, it's a tough one. And their guards. Yeah, I think this bracket's be the probably the most it's chaotic. It's chaotic the weakest and the hardest one to pick. Yeah, I yeah. think it's the weakest. I think it's the weakest that we've set up. Um, I don't, I just every time I see Alabama on a bracket now, I'm just oh, I kind of like them. I don't know why. I I don't I admit I like them more than I should, but I can't. Ugh, they're just I I like watching Alabama for play. some like for some reason I don't like them as much as you do. Um, and I don't know if it's like. It's because they've never proven anything in the postseason. <laughs> like, it's sensible. <laughs> well, like I feel like I've seen this time and time again. A really good three point shooting team have one bad game. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd probably win a game of seven against ninety five percent of these teams. Game like you mm-hmm. know, best of seven series, but it's just one game. I've seen this so many times. Yeah, good bad bad shooting game. The other team, you know, has a really good shooting game. I know Alabama's a really defense now, but you never know. 
Yeah, to me, they're almost... The reason I'm confident is... I'm going to make a comparison. I'm not saying they're anywhere close to their ballpark, but the closest thing they remind me of, if they make a run, is like that 2018 Villanova team where... Their deal, their, their deal was they spread you out and got threes. That's how they won. They spread you out and they made a shit ton of threes. This was dominant performance in turn. Yeah. None of their games were Obviously, like, Alabama wouldn't win every game by 10+. plus, But, like, to win every game, like, it's not like... There was a couple games where Villanova shot under 30%, but they still dominated because they got open layups. Their threes create space for, you know, um, attacks off closeouts and all that. And they still they played great defense. And with Herb Jones and... Reese and Petty, who's really played well in defense this year, surprisingly. Like, they have defenders, and then they have an offensive system that can beat anybody. So I could just see them going on a six. Like, the reason I think to believe in them is, yes, they could go cold in a game, but I think there's a better chance this year they could win a game they go cold, and also we've seen them go on a six-game stretch this year, back in January, where they didn't have any bad shooting games. They shot 56% from three for a month, and if they do that, then... Obviously, mm-hmm. they could win, but that's still unlikely. So, oh yeah, they have <laughs> unlikely but possible. In, uh, mid to late January, then yes, they they could easily make a final final four. Run. All right, so that's our predictions. I guess you want to finish it off with with a final four and championship pick as of today. Based on our brackets, yeah, based on our bracket. I'll All let right, you well, go I'll first. do something fun. Okay, okay. Pick a wild one. You have to do at least one crazy one. All right, we're gonna go Gonzaga. Oh wow. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Not Mount St. Mary's? Florida State. Okay, okay. In Baylor's region. Alrighty, alrighty. Is that crazy enough for you, or do you want me to do another one? No, that's, that's, I mean, they're three seed. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy-ish. UConn. Okay, now you're getting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It's, um, it's, first it was Kemba, then it was Shabazz and Ryan Boatwright. Now, and it's James Boop Knight and RJ Cole. Man, this is... That last one, man. This last one's tough. I'm not as high on Alabama. You should just go Hawaii. You've only got one one seed. Go Illinois. All right, we'll go Illinois. I'm telling you today. <laughs> That's fine. <like. laughs> All right, give me that. I am going to say, let's see, in this first region, hmm. yeah, man, I got to say, I think Gonzaga's a pretty solid choice. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. Um, Baylor, and I'm going to go ahead and say, they're winning the national championship in my bracket. Um. And then after that, the Michigan bracket's a weird, weird one. Um, gosh, you know, man. Oh, God. How, do, how about we do a Final Four with no one seeds? Or Final Four. After this? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, this Michigan bracket. And I won't go as crazy. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... I'm going to go West Virginia. I'm going to go West Virginia. And then in the last one... Um, I'm I'm ri- I'm riding Illinois. Yep. All right. Well, let's do one. Okay. You can do yours first. I'll do my With yeah. No one. No seat. one sits. So screw you. And Gonzaga. I won't be that crazy. Colorado. <laughs> okay. Craziness. Um. I'm gonna go Iowa. I still think Iowa's like we under I, we we talk worse of them than they actually are. Even though I think our our like suspicions are valid. But you know what? Garza's probably—he could be the best player in the tournament very easily. And oftentimes, those are teams that succeed. And they're a team like Alabama. They can just outscore you. And even they like—it's not like necessarily dependent on three-point shooting. Because even when they're not shooting threes, Garza can be like, "Well, I'll just go thirty-eight and fifteen and four assists tonight." So, yeah. 
Colorado, Iowa, and then I'll go Purdue in the Michigan bracket. And in the last one, Alabama. Oh, well, I'm from not surprised. <laughs> With Iowa winning. With the Bama. <laughs> I'm picking Iowa to win the championship in that scenario. Man, this this Gonzaga one. I think Iowa's on the awesome. I feel like Gonzaga and Baylor are almost locks. Um, you know what? I'm going to go... With Kansas. Alrighty. That'd be that'd be heck of a job myself there. Um Florida State since I already had them. Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Listen to this. No, I'm not gonna do that. Mm. I almost won Michigan State, but <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Alrighty. Um I'll go Google. <laughs> I forgot to say I was going to pick Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pick Kentucky. You can go ahead. 14 seed Kentucky. One of those 14 seeds we didn't mention. And Yeah, this is more for fun. Like the yeah. USC. Okay. Okay. Andy Enfield in the Final Four. Everybody who's got I, I don't think I've played them or seen them, watched them. I mean, Wait, so your four were USC, Louisville, Kansas, and who? <laughs> Florida State. Wait. Yeah. So three of those four teams are being probed by the FBI, <laughs> or were. Well, hon, we'll take four state out. We're gonna have to. Yeah, throw in another team. Ah, none of them are. Dang it! Are you sure? Oklahoma State. Yeah, yes. Oklahoma State. Yes. Oklahoma State. Yeah, yes. come on, the bad boys. The bad boys. Final four. Classic. Alrighty. Um, I guess that does it for us tonight. It was, it, was, it was a quick bracket reveal. It went, went pretty smoothly, I thought. Uh, it was a quicker podcast than figuring out. Oh, the research took it out of us. I think we were just ready to zoom through the oh, yeah. through the podcast. Well, either way, hope you enjoyed. And as always, where is Chris Early?